Shabbat Shalom, Pesach Sameach. I hope everybody's in as good a mood as I am today. Special day. Just message this morning hopefully will be short and sweet. Uh, we do need to give the uh, worship team time to pack up. Oh my goodness, I missed the rapture. We have to give the worship team and the sound team time to pack up so that they can be uh, at the Seder in time. But I wanted to do just a very special and hopefully sweet message. It's called the promise of the Lamb. The promise of the Lamb. And I want you to turn with me to the book of Genesis, chapter 22, as we read the story of the offering of Isaac. I want to read beginning in verse 1, and I'll be reading all the way down through verse 14. Now it came to pass after these things that God tested Abraham and said to him, Abraham, he said, here I am. And he said, take now your son, your only son Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah. And offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains of which I shall tell you. So Abraham rose early in the morning and saddled his donkey and took two of his young men with him and Isaac his son. And he split the wood for the burnt offering and arose and went to the place of which God had told him. Then on the third day, Abraham lifted his eyes and saw the place afar off. And Abraham said to his young men, stay here with the donkey. The lad and I will go yonder and worship and we will come back to you. So Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it on Isaac, his son. And he took the fire in his hand and a knife, and the two of them went together. But Isaac spoke to Abraham, his father, and said, My father, and he said, Here I am, my son. And he said, Look, the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for a burnt offering? And Abraham said, My son, God will provide for himself the lamb for a burnt offering. And the two of them went together. Then they came to the place of which God had told him. And Abraham built an altar there and placed the wood in order. And he bound Isaac, his son, and laid him on the altar upon the wood. And Abraham stretched out his hand and took the knife to slay his son. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, here I am. And he said, do not lay your hand on the lad or do anything to him. For now I know that you fear God, since you have not withheld your son, your only son, from me. Then Abraham lifted his eyes and looked. And there behind him was a ram caught in a thicket by its horns. So Abraham went and took the ram and offered it up for a burnt offering instead of his son. And Abraham called the name of the place. The Lord will provide, as it is said to this day, in the mount of the Lord, it shall be provided. The promise of the Lamb. We know the story, the offering of Isaac. In in Hebrew, it's called the Akedah. We know that not only was God testing Abraham and testing his faith, but this is also a picture of the coming Messiah the coming Yeshua. Just as our Messiah Yeshua carried his own wood 
to that crucifixion stake. So Isaac carried his own wood to be that burnt offering sacrifice unto the Lord. And just as Yeshua rose from the dead, so Abraham in faith said to the men who were waiting at the foot of the mountain, the lad and I will go up yonder and we will worship and we will come back to you. Abraham too believed that even if he were to offer his son as God had commanded, that God would raise him from the dead. Now Isaac was not stupid. He looked at his dad, can you imagine, and said, hey, uh, dad, I see the wood, I see the fire, like uh, where's the lamb? Abraham said, God will provide the lamb. Now Isaac at this time, most commentators say, was probably at least 15, 16, 17 years old. Now I don't know about you, but my son Sam is 17 years old. And if I attempted to bind him to anything, he would teach me a lesson or two. Yet Isaac also was a person of great faith. Faith in his father. Faith that his father knew what was doing. Faith that his father understood the command of God and that God knew what he was doing. And so Isaac submitted himself to his father Abraham just as Yeshua submitted himself to his father God. We all know the scene in the Garden of Gethsemane the day before he would be killed on that crucifixion stake. He sat alone praying and the scriptures said that he was in such anguish that he literally sweated drops of blood. What could make someone so fearful that he would sweat drops of blood? I don't believe it was the thought of his death. Because if Yeshua is God, and he is, he knew what the outcome would be. He knew that his father would raise him up from the dead. He knew that in order for his father to be glorified, he would have to die and then be raised up from the dead. So what was it that gave him such angst that he literally sweat drops of blood? I believe... It was the understanding and the foreknowledge that for three hours he would be separated from his father. Never before, and please understand, I don't say in history, because God and his son precede history. Never before had he ever been apart from the father or from the spirit. Yet for three hours in darkness, perhaps the same darkness that occurred in the ninth plague in Egypt, for three hours in darkness, he would be separated from his father. Eloi, Eloi, Sabachthani, he cried out as he hung on that crucifixion stake. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Where's the lamb, Dad? And his father said, 
God, depending on the translation, will provide for himself the lamb. Do you understand that the sacrifice of our Messiah was not just for our benefit, it was for God's benefit because he so desperately wanted to reconcile with his people. God, Abraham said, will provide for himself the lamb. Now we know as Abraham had the knife and was ready to sacrifice his son, the angel of the Lord called out from heaven, and it's my understanding that he called out in a really loud voice to make sure that Abraham heard him, and he called his name twice. Abraham! Abraham! Here I am, (laughs) he said. Now I know that you fear God since you have not withheld your son, your only son, your only son from me. And so Abraham lifted his eyes and looked, and there behind him, caught in the thickets by its horns, was a ram. What? A ram. I thought God would provide a lamb. It's not just a different word in the English. It's also a different word in the Hebrew. The Hebrew word for lamb is haseh. The Hebrew word for ram is ahil. God would provide for himself a lamb, but instead, at that time, he provided a ram. Really? Listen, dear ones. Abraham knew exactly what was going on. I want you to listen to the words of Scripture in verse 14. Abraham called the name of the place, the Lord will provide. Not the Lord has provided. Not the Lord did provide. But the Lord will provide. In Hebrew, it's Adonai Yireh, from which some mistranslations say Jehovah Jireh, the Lord our provider. The Lord will provide for himself the lamb. And he did. On the same hill, he did. Thousands of years later, he did. As the Lamb of God, God's only begotten Son, was crucified on Mount Moriah to pay the penalty for our sin so that we might have resurrection life just as he had resurrection life. You see, the story of the Passover doesn't, Passover doesn't begin in the book of Exodus. It begins in the book of Genesis. God's promise to provide a lamb. Dear ones, as we uh, 
celebrate Shabbat this morning as we celebrate the first day of Pesach this morning. Let us look to the Lamb, the Lamb that was slain, the price that was paid for our freedom. Just as the children of Israel 3,500 years ago painted the blood of the sacrificed lambs on the doorposts and on the lintels of their houses so that they may be freed from the death of slavery into life of the promised land, so may we paint the blood of the Passover lamb of God on the doorposts and on the lintels of our house, of our heart, so that we too may be rescued from the death that is the wages of sin and resurrected into life, into God's promised land, which is life forever with him. I'm just going to ask, very simply, that if there's anyone here this morning who has never painted the blood of the lamb on the doorpost and lintels of their heart, this would be a wonderful time to do it on the first day of Passover and on Shabbat. It was on the Shabbat after the crucifixion that our Messiah laid in the tomb, resting, waiting for his resurrection. There may be some here that are resting and waiting to be resurrected in spirit with him. If that is the case with anyone here this morning, you're among friends, you're among brothers and sisters, you're among people who love you, I would ask that where you sit, you just raise your hand and say, I want to paint his blood on the entranceway to my house. Is there anyone here this morning? Father, thank you so much for the blood of the Lamb. For when God says, when I see the blood, I will pass over you, he didn't just mean death of the firstborn. He meant eternal death. And praise God that you have given us eternal life. To you be the glory and the power and the dominion forever and ever. And let us all say together, amen. Would you please rise for the benediction? It's the custom at Son of David. I know we have a number of newcomers here. No one stands alone. Grab a hand. Make sure that you're with somebody. The blessing is for the community of God, not for individuals. May the Lord, may the Lord bless and keep you. May his grace and his face shine upon you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace and give you peace. Yivarech Adonai v'yishmerecha. Yair Adonai panave lecha v'chuneka. Yisa Adonai panave lecha v'yaseim lecha shalom. V'yaseim lecha shalom. This is the way you shall be blessed from day to day. He'll be your rest. 
This is the way you shall be blessed. From day to day, he is your rest. May the Lord, may the Lord bless and keep you. May his grace and his face shine upon you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace and give you peace and give you peace and give you peace. Shabbat Shalom. Pesach Sameach.